Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. About 20 years ago, I, I signed up for a credit card processor, and it was the beginning of my career, and it was still very much a novice, didn't understand or know or have expertise in credit card processing or fundraising or donor relations or anything like that. But I figured if we're gonna, if we're gonna start accepting donations, we have to make it as easy as possible to accept it. So I signed up for a credit card processor, and I, the credit card processor they chose at that time was one that came highly recommended by several of my colleagues. Oh yeah, these people are really great to work with and the best price and you should totally go with them. So I didn't really do a lot of research. I kind of followed the recommendations of other people and I just signed up for them. Turns out this credit card company that I signed up for was actually a predatory credit card company, which means they promise you the moon and they deliver you some sand. They did not really at all do anything that they said they would do, which means although we were, it worked, we were able to accept the money, the fees that they charged, both the monthly fees and the percentage was way above industry average. And when I tried to cancel it, they hit me with a cancellation fee of, of very, very high cancellation fee. And the period of, and if in order to avoid that cancellation fee, I would have to cancel. I think they gave me a very short window within, I think it was maybe even been a few days, within the the end date of the cancellation. In other words, if, if I, I signed up for at least a year, then I would have to cancel within five days of the anniversary of the sign up. And if I don't do that, then I'm locked in for another year or two. It was insane. And I, 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 20 years later, I haven't forgotten it. It still leaves me a bad taste in my mouth. These people, I don't know if what they did were criminal, but it certainly felt like it. They certainly felt taken advantage of. I felt preyed upon. I felt that these comp- this company was predatory in their practices. And when they actually stopped doing business, I was happy. I cheered. Good for you. Bunch of crooks anyway. I shared with you the story so you understand the the consumer perspective, the donor perspective for a second. I was speaking to a nonprofit fundraiser a couple of years, maybe a year and a half ago, and they told me that they're afraid to be in touch with people on their monthly giving circle. They're afraid. They're afraid to talk to them. Do you know why? Because so many of them have given years ago and they forgot about it. And now if they talk to them, what? I'm still giving to that. I'm still giving to you guys. Ah, take me off of that. And they did not want to rock the boat, so to speak. So they're afraid to talk to the donors. And it didn't strike me right. It struck me, struck me as off. We are doing wonderful, great, huge things together. We're changing the world together. You, me, and your donors, and my donors, we're all doing this together. And the way you're going to do it is by not talking to your donors, because if you do, they might fall off. This is operating out of fear. This is operating out of 
out of it's very similar to the predatory things that you, the person doesn't know you think the person might not know they're being charged then you have to tell them you have to tell them you can't just not tell them and that's first of all second of all if you want to grow you can't just stay low if you want to grow you have to engage your donors even if that means some of them will fall off, the ones that stick around will be around much stronger. They'll give more, they'll give higher amounts, they'll give more frequency, and they'll give more frequently, and they will also give in different ways. They'll give in a major gift, they'll give in a bequest, they'll give different things. But for you not to talk to them because you're afraid they're going to fall off seems a bit predatory. And that this these two stories lead me for the topic of today, which is MasterCard's recent re- uh, release of best practices. It started out in the summer, um, and, and, and then MasterCard has revised it down a little bit as far as who's responsible, who's required to do this. But let's give some background. In 2020, MasterCard did a study of all the chargebacks that's happening under its uh, network. And it realized that a large percentage of the chargebacks that people are saying they're not happy with or there was a mistake or it's a criminal are happening with with donation with payments that happen recurring it's called a subscription plan that's how credit card processes sees recurring donations recurring payments as a subscription and they and they, and they realize that a large amount of chargebacks are subscription recurring payments so they said okay from now on we're going to make some really stiff rules you got to follow these rules and if you don't follow these rules then the penalties are pretty high. I think I saw one estimate that could be as much as $25,000 for the organization if you don't follow these rules. It's a huge amount. Now, thank God they've they've um, downgraded this for most nonprofits. They're not required to do this, but it is considered what's called best practices. The exception to that exception is that if a nonprofit is seen as high risk there's a name for it one of mastercard's acronyms or names for it like another there's some sort of monitoring chargeback program because they have an excessive amount of chargebacks then it actually is a requirement and if you're one of these people then this could cost you at least twenty five thousand dollars per occurrence it's very very high so so um a lot of times we think oh this guy complains was giving back his money if he charges back okay i only lost whatever the amount of the gift mastercard has now instituted a penalty if you're one of these higher risk organizations and you and the chart the person charges back and they investigate and see that you haven't followed their best practices i think there's seven or eight of them then you are on the hook for it could be twenty-five thousand dollars for each time this happens now again, the exact amount has not been disclosed yet by MasterCard, but it can go as high as that. What are these best practices, and how does it make a difference to you, our organization, a nonprofit? What, what, how does, what are they, and how do you do them? So ultimately, it boils down to one thing, which is transparency. We have to be transparent with the donors. We have to tell them when they sign up, what they signed up for, when they'll be charged, and when and how to change the amount how to cancel or change the amount. That's what we have to do wherever there's a possibility to sign up and in every communication to our donors, that's what we need to do. 
So on your checkout page, you should put this, put that kind of language. That in order to change the amount or 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 cancel, click this link or fill out this form. Um, and it and it needs to be in your terms and conditions. And the terms and conditions have to be in the same place where they sign up. You, you can't. Sometimes when people check out, they say you're checking out a subject of terms and condition found on this other page. And Mastercard said it's not acceptable anymore. You have to have the terms and conditions on the actual page of the credit card um, checkout page of the of the subscription checkout page. The other thing um, that's important that some people don't do is you have to send out a receipt every single time you make a charge. And on the receipt, it has to have that same language as well. And I think even on this very program, I've recommended that you don't need to send a receipt every time there's a charge. Just send one. Tell them when they sign up, they'll be getting one statement at the um, at the end of the year for the taxes. And this will cut down on the administrative and organizational um, you know, backlogs, things that we have to do. will make it easier for us. The, the, the thing is, MasterCard has now said, every single time you charge the card, you have to send the receipt. And on the receipt, it has to say how to change the amount and how to cancel your recurring gift, your current payment. And I like this tremendously, even though it might make, a little, make us a little bit more, might be a little bit more onerous on us, give us a little something else to do. I like this tremendously because it makes, it forces us to be in touch with our donors regularly. And my recommendation is as follows. You, in addition to your receipt, which you send out, you should also use that as an opportunity to share with the donor how they're making a difference. So the receipt can look like this. Thank you, dear precious donor, for your recurring gift of $15. Your gift will be your gift is charged on the 15th of every month and if you uh, and it is making a huge difference in our community knowing that your gift is knowing that your gift combines with all the other recurring gifting is here we are able to you know provide this service and that service and these are the people you've helped over over this past month and here's something interesting that's happening um, next month then somewhere in that correspondence, maybe towards the bottom, if, you, if, you, if you'd like to increase the year amount or you'd like to pause or cancel your subscription, please call this number or click this link and we'll be happy to take care of you. And in this way, you fulfill all the requirements, but more importantly, you provide this, you provide yourself and your organization and your donor an opportunity to connect with each other and show them how they're making a difference. So you should email a monthly update to your donors every single time and it can include it should include stories of how they're making a difference illustrations how they're making a difference a little bit of news something that makes them feel like an insider something that makes them feel like what they're doing is really really big now you may find yourself not able to do this you may want to streamline this a little bit and the way to streamline this would be to actually send out two different correspondences. Number one, on the first day of the month, you send out this monthly thank you to all recurring givers. So that way you know what you have to do. The first of the month, you send out an update thanking them for everything. And then separately, 
on the date of its, when it's actually charged, you have an automatic receipt sent out from your credit card processor. I know Stripe has this ability. You just click a check and they will get whatever invoice, whatever language that you want to put on there. This will make it a little bit, this will streamline your work a little bit. It's not as effective as putting it together because when you put it together, you just feel love and making a difference and separating it like this. First you feel the love and then you feel a transaction, but it's still good enough, I think. And it would be, it should streamline your efforts tremendously. The, the other way of doing it would be each in time you have a recurring gift you know, for one person it might be the first day of the month, for another person it would be the second or third. Everyone can choose whatever giving, whatever current gift it is. I feel like you would have to manually update um, each thing, and that might be a little bit more onerous. I could be wrong. Either way, I hope this has been helpful for you, and I hope you don't get charged your $25,000, and you follow best practices by keeping donors in the loop, thanking, overflowing, brimming with gratitude, appreciation, and how they're making a difference. And this way, you can reflect, mirror, and expand the good that you do in your community and ultimately in the entire world. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I want to wish you and thank you for doing your part in making this world a higher, brighter, greater place. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.